Welcome to Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White. Trudy is the daughter of Jeanette and Truett Kathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. And like her dad, she is a beloved leader, communicator, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, Trudy will share a heartwarming collection of true stories with lessons she's learned along the way and remind you that the legacy you'll leave then is the life you're living now. Here now is your host, Trudy Kathy White. Welcome, friend, to this Along the Way podcast episode. We're about halfway through season two and our journey discussing the mountains of life. If you've been listening, you'll recall we started this season embracing our identity in Christ. Then we talked about how to build momentum by becoming good stewards of the many gifts that God has given us and entrusted to us. We accepted the challenge, if you'll remember, to scale new heights of significance by identifying what God wants us to do and how to better listen for His direction. And in the last two episodes, we shifted our focus just a little bit outward as we are called to equip our children and blaze a trail for those who are going to follow behind us. But we still have a few critical steps of our life's climb to cover in this season. And to be honest, they are some of the most unwelcome parts of the journey. I'm talking about what I call the trials of the trail, the challenges we all face as we climb. The journey we're taking is not pain-free, it's not stress-free, nor is it worry-free. Jesus assured us that we would face trials and hardships in life. Listen to what he said in John 16, In this world, you will have trouble. Wow, trouble is not a possibility in life. It's a certainty. But the good news we must remember in times of pain is that He is always securing the victory for us. Jesus continues in the second half of this same verse. Listen to what it says. But take heart. I have overcome the world. You see, Jesus already sees us on top of the mountain. He knows how to get us there. That doesn't mean, however, that we can bypass all the adversity as we travel. In fact, the best way to get to the destination is often to go through the difficulties standing in our way. So over the next few episodes, we're going to face some of those difficulties. Specifically, we'll discuss adversity, sickness, getting older, and walking through grief. As we get started, though, I want to be clear. We could never solve the problems of pain and sickness in one podcast, let alone one or two episodes. Pain is real and heartbreaking. Offering simple, trite, and ultimately useless solutions to pain is not helpful at all. So, what do we do? I think a good place to start is community. Pain always seems harder to bear when we try to bear it alone. Therefore, I want to encourage you to walk with those who are hurting and to seek out the support of others when you are hurting Those times when you are facing a mountain of hardship for yourself. While I can't be with you face to face, I want to offer my support by sharing some very personal stories of my own family's journey up the mountain of physical sickness. My prayer is that by giving you a window into my family's experiences, it can help you realize that you are not alone in whatever pain you're going through. There are lessons to be learned even in the darkest circumstances. God's in charge not me. 
I found that he is much more concerned with my character than my comfort, and he'll use any and all circumstances to shape my character into a better reflection of his son. You are likely familiar with this verse where Romans 8.28 makes it clear, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Those may not be comforting words to you in the throes of anguish, but the truth remains. God will use any situation for his glory and for your good if you choose to allow it. As I begin this story, I'm reminded of the magnificent 23rd Psalm. There David writes about facing and conquering his own hardships. What resonates with me most now is verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. A few years ago, I became intimately acquainted with the valley of the shadow of death. I got the worst news I could imagine. My husband, my best friend and partner for life, was sick. John went to the doctor for a routine checkup in the spring of 2014. He had not been feeling sick, and he didn't have any obvious signs of a problem, so we were really blindsided by the doctor's report. John had prostate cancer. Now, I'm just going to tell you the mention of cancer terrified me. After many long, detailed discussions with the doctors and others, we opted for surgery. And while we were still just processing this diagnosis and planning for the surgery, unexpectedly, John's father passed away. Just three days before his surgery, John and I found ourselves in the middle of a family tragedy. John had lost his father and was facing a health crisis of his own. My mother-in-law had lost her husband, and I was worried about losing mine. Wow, God taught me a critical lesson during that season of hardship. When you don't know what to do, do what you do know to do. For us, that meant keeping our eyes focused on the Lord. We chose to trust Jesus and His promise to be our source of strength and peace. The pain, oh, the pain was real and our flesh was weak, but Jesus did not let us down. The surgery was successful and John began his road to recovery and we were confident that the cancer battle was over. We were wrong. Three years later, the cancer returned. This time we faced eight long weeks of radiation treatments going to the doctors five days a week. John was only in his late 50s, and I couldn't imagine life without him, but we had to prepare for the worst. If we were facing death, we needed to be ready. This meant making sure our wheels were up to date, purchasing cemetery plots, selecting our coffins, and making basic arrangements with our children. It also meant I had to learn some new skills and prepare for new responsibilities, up until that point, John had taken care of paying all of our monthly bills. I began to take over this process just in case the task became mine permanently. We had intentional conversations that would help us if I were to be left a widow. Man, these were obviously hard topics of conversation, but they were necessary. Through this difficult season, we learned that times of hardship can bring even the closest couple even closer. Looking back, I can see that this journey is not a path we would have chosen for ourselves, but it did heighten our sensitivity and appreciation for each other. I can truly say 
I'm thankful God had us walk this season together. One month after his final radiation treatment, we received news that John was once again cancer-free. Wow, we praise God for this wonderful report and for choosing to extend his time on earth. We also thanked him as we recognized that we were not the same after having walked this road together. Isn't it interesting how trials seem to have a way of transforming life? God uses difficult situations to teach us about Him. He uses circumstances to shape our character and to strengthen our trust in Him. God uses all things, all circumstances, for His glory. During John's many weeks of radiation, I kept a little journey with my thoughts and prayers. I never planned to share any of these entries with anyone when I wrote them, but I have since felt led to share them with others. Looking back over them a few years later reminds me of the journey that God had led us through and how He remained so faithful even when my strength failed. I feel impressed to share a few of those entries with you today. This was day number four. Emotions seem heavy mostly because of the unknown. I'm thankful to cast all my cares on the Lord because I'm confident He cares for me. My prayer, You are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. This is my entry on day seven. I'm beginning to recognize the same people coming in for treatments. I'm finding myself drawn to pray for those who are sitting around me, Some are all alone. I'm thankful to walk this journey with John, whether convenient or inconvenient. It's good to affirm my commitment to him when we're married, in sickness or in health. I do. Here's what I wrote on day number 11. Whether in suffering or success, in strength or weakness, in greatness or defeat, his grace sustains He gives the victory. The very next day, this is what I wrote, day number 12. Finding today to be really hard, not for John, but for me. Getting up, getting dressed, going downtown over and over eventually seems quite tiring. My prayer, please let me be John's number one supporter. God, let me keep my eyes fixed on you. Give us laughter in this journey joy along the way. Increase our faith in you for whatever the future holds. Let me skip down to day number 38. The end is now in sight. The days have really been long, but thank you, God. You have used our children, our friends to offer so much support through prayer, text, cards, calls, words of encouragement, and promises from your word. Today, I cling to Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. I will not leave you nor forsake you. You know what? I'm so glad I took the time to write down these emotions and feelings. I'm beyond grateful for the gift of looking back to see the Lord's faithfulness through the dark, dark valley. Not just because we got the outcome we wanted with the return of John's health, but because I look back to see and I I just see the hand of the Lord at work in my life. As we close out this episode, you may find yourself in a valley of darkness, straining to see God at work through the darkness of your surroundings. I want to encourage you to 
meditate on the words from Deuteronomy 31.8. Either rewind this a minute back or pull out your own Bible and declare the Lord's promise over yourself and your circumstances. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Wow, that's such a huge promise. If you have already walked through seasons of darkness and find yourself on the other side, my challenge to you is twofold. First, look through some old photos, social media posts, or journal entries from that season. Take note of the Lord's faithfulness through that season of pain and where you saw new life emerge. With that reminder, find someone in your community to walk alongside in their hurt and their grief. Allow the Lord to continue to use the mountain you faced to bring healing and restoration to you and to others. On our next episode together, we're going to discuss additional trials of the trail and how the Lord most certainly journeys with us in each painful, unexpected circumstance along the way. That concludes our time together for today. To find out more about Trudy, visit TrudyCathyWhite.com or follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. By pondering the lessons in this podcast, you'll move one step closer to having your own meaningful collection of lessons you've learned along the way.